Hey guys, it's Dave Chang here, host of The Dave Chang Show. You might hear me on with Chris Yang, Noel Cornelio, and a host of other guests. We've been on air for quite some time now, and it's changed over the years. But one of the things we always try to talk about is what's delicious, how to be a better eater. And you might hear me rambling incoherently, contradicting myself every five minutes. We talk about some sports and culture and all kinds of other things, too. I think we're the, the most expert opinions you'll ever hear about anything. Check us out if you haven't before on the Ringer Podcast Network. Welcome to the grand finale of season two of Recipe Club. My name is Chris Ying. We are, I'm joined here with the entire Wedgie squadron. We've got John DeBerry, Rachel Kong, Priya Krishna, Brian Ford, Dave Chang. It's been a couple of weeks since we've done this, since our last episode came out. It's been even longer than that since any of our full-time Wedgies have joined us on the show. But uh, this is it, guys. This is the big potluck finale. Once again, we have gone an entire season of Recipe Club without ever being in person. <laughs> this group of six people has never never sat in the same room at the same time, I think. John DeBerry and I, you and I have never even been in person. We've never Wait, we've what? Never touched. <laughs> Are we've you never, kidding? We've never touched body skin. That's that's absolutely that's that's definitely not true. No, I mean, we've probably been like around each other like It's true. We've probably been in the same yeah. room at some point yeah. in time. But we still have not touched Never. body skin. We did not touch body skin. The intense cheek to cheek. <laughs> I've, uh... Did you do that with Brian? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we, def- we definitely danced cheek to His cheek. His wife was so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't uncomfortable. She was vibing. Yeah, Michael and we were both into it. Our, our spouses were super into it. Uh, we're all here. Like I said, it's been a few weeks. So let's do a little catch up before we get into the, to the meat of the matter. I think that somebody on this call has some has had some big... Changed to their Facebook relationship status since we last all spoke. Who 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 may, might that be, Brian Ford? I'm assuming it's me. <laughs> yeah, it's me. It is I. I'm getting married. You're getting married. Did you do a uh, do you have a cute proposal story to share with the entire Recipe Club audience? I propose on the Amalfi Coast, right on the water. Oh, so it, you know, you know what I mean. Whoa. Like, what else do I need to say? You know? Yeah, that's pretty cute. That's Sorry pretty to all cute. our spouses. <laughs> uh, any? And since since we last spoke, we had one of the holidays that comprised the holiday season. We did a little Thanksgiving. Anybody have any memorable Thanksgiving foods they prepared or consumed? Our oven broke. Your oven broke, Priya Krishna. What happened? Um, our oven had been broken the entire week and my dad called the oven repairman. He was like, don't worry, I'll order the part and I'll get in before Thanksgiving. And he like swooped in like a hero with the part and then realized it was the wrong part. (laughs) Um, Wait, so you were ovenless? Actually legitimately ovenless? So my dad figured out that if he like resets the breakers, the oven will turn on, but you can't turn it off. So it was like we had to keep our oven just running and could not turn it off. And we did a lot of heating things up in the toaster oven and the microwave. But shockingly, all of Seth's pies turned out like even better than last year's. He, Damn. 
What was the highlight pie? Honestly, the highlight was my sister described to Seth an orange marmalade cake with cream cheese frosting she had eaten on her 16th birthday and demanded that Seth recreate this cake just purely from her memories. And Seth was not there for her 16th birthday. And Seth not only recreated it, but said, but my sister said it was better than her 16th birthday cake. So (laughs) that was pretty impressive. I mean, that's ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) We've had our first day of cake signing just in time to declare the cake ridiculous. Uh, Anybody else have some member? What was the worst thing people... Chris and I are trying to do a TV show right now based on this, and I'm failing miserably. Based on what? (laughs) Just like like recreating people's memories. Whoa. You should send session on the desserts. Yeah. Not one person has said, hmm, this is better than my memory. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, Chang, what happened when you did try to recreate somebody's childhood dessert memory, I believe? (laughs) It was the most, uh, like, awful reaction I've had in a long time. (laughs) What was the dessert? Oh, God, No. This is not anywhere close to what <laughs> I, think I had that, like, growing up. I think that there was, so the person in question was like, a, a was he Welsh or British? He was English. He was British of some sort. And he described this dessert. And I think he used, you know, the gen- generic British term pudding to describe a dessert, which I think yes. Dave interpreted to be oh, like a literal no. just pudding no. mix. Oh, no. And they Dang. like said it in front of him. And the guy was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you missed so that's why I also think it's ridiculous that Seth would have just like magically recreated a orange marmalade cake, but whatever. Uh, today is today is when we have gathered together to review some of the highlights of the season, uh, have a have a little snack, have a little drink together, and then you know get down to business and declare some winners of some awards here. But for this potluck episode, we assigned a little menu for everybody to bring. If we had done this in person, you know, we would have had a a uh, tuxedoed waiter handing out little yogurt tortilla BLT sliders on a silver platter. But instead, everybody arrived with their own homemade snacks. Um, We assigned a couple from the season. One, the cocktail in question today is none other than Nikita Claver's Margarita Sangria. I I also think that when we assigned this menu, we didn't realize we'd be recording this at 9 a.m. on a Tuesday (laughs) Pacific time. But uh, did anybody go ahead and make a Margarita Sangria? Anybody yes. got one? Yeah, it's the World Cup, man. You can drink whenever you want. <laughs> Period. Period. Oh there's games God. on. There's, there's games on. Therefore, you can drink. <laughs> also, like, why? Like, why are you saying it like it was optional? Like, I was like, I saw this. Show, I was like, damn, I got to make this drink, so I made it. Well, I, I followed well, at the first rules it was for like, once, oh, do whatever you want. And then he was like, you have to come with these three things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, how what what success rates did I have? It sounds like one person came with the margarita sangria. No, two. Two people. Okay. Oh, JDB's got it. I did a non-alcoholic version of it, and I used blood orange instead of Okay, okay. Orange. Talk oh. to us about your non-alcoholic version of the margarita sangria. So, yeah, I mean, I'm going to the gym after this, so, you know. <laughs> uh, so, I, I used, instead of uh, tequila, I used this, like, non-alcoholic, like, Swedish spirit called Nista. That's sort of, like, wormwoody. It doesn't taste like tequila, but it, like, kind of, like, slots in. And then I just use like an alcohol, a de-alcoholized sparkling wine. Wow. Nice. And some blood wow. orange. Tasty. Yeah. It's is great. That your first, is that your first run at the margarita sangria? It is. Yeah. I didn't have the pleasure of making the last one that killed everybody. <laughs> uh, and the other non-alcoholic beverage option for the kiddos here at our potluck party is provided by John DeBerry. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about this one, JDB? 
Yeah, so this is the McAllister Wassail. So it's from my book, which is coming out in April, April 25th, um, called Saved by the Bellini. So it's like a it's a cocktail <laughs> book that's really all about the 90s. Like it's not about drinks from the 90s because there weren't a ton that were that fabulous. So it's all like pop culture items that I love that I created drinks towards. And so I thought that Home Alone was like super iconic for my childhood. And so I wanted to create like a mulled wine riff that was like non-alcoholic because it was like, you know, because Kevin was what, like eight years old or something in the, in the movie. Um, but there's also the option to to spike it if you're being adult. And wassailing, of course, this is one of my favorite things though. JDB, you want to talk about the what, what wassail is? Well, wassail is like a spiced, is like a spiced drink. And like wassailing, that's that crazy song is about like in, in like the cider producing parts like of he- England. Here we come a wassailing. Yeah, here we come a wassailing. You go out into the orchard and you like sing a song and bang your pots and pans to ward off evil spirits. And then you hang wassail soaked bread from the trees, I believe. Whoa. I wow. saw on, I saw on TV one time. Uh, anyway, and then the snack today, today's appetizer hors d'oeuvre is the, is uses, utilizes Alicia O's yogurt tortillas, which I believe comes from a Priya Krishna episode. And is a concoction of David Chang's mindscape. What did you do with your yogurt tortilla, Chang? Just some QP mayonnaise. I basically made a BLT out of it. Yeah. And it's delicious. <laughs> um, and it was a you, it was like a, a whole it was a nose to tail situation, right, Chang? Because I think you rendered bacon fat to make the tortillas, and then tucked that crispy bacon right inside the tortilla. That's right. I was channeling my Greta Thunberg. Thunberg. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we've got. Everyone's everyone's snacking. What is what? A, can I get some feedback on the yogurt tortilla BLT? This was actually, I mean, besides my BLT, it's a great recipe. The tortilla mm-hmm. recipe, yeah, it's a really great recipe for sure. I would say, even though I'm pretty sure it was a Priya recipe, I'm going <laughs> to say this objectively: it's probably <laughs> the simplest recipe of the year with the highest return on results. Interesting. Pains me to say this, but I'm doing it not in service of Priya, but to the listeners. I don't know if it was simpler than pouring some tequila and some orange juice <laughs> than <laughs> drinking it. Well, it's, it's again, true. It's, 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 the reason I say that, Chris, is because we have some younger listeners under the age of 21. It's true. All it's right? true. It's not true. everybody can drink this. Don't be an ageist. Defying the age restriction tag on this podcast full of <laughs> swear word, poop jokes, and yeah. dick references. It's, uh, we've got some young listeners out there. Is that, is that a poop joke? A self-referential, like, Acknowledging a poop joke is that our first poop joke of the day? Just talking about poop jokes. It's like a meta poop yeah. joke, just like the yeah. just the mention of poop jokes without having yet made a poop joke. <laughs> it's the postmodern recipe club. Um, wait, did anybody say they liked the BLT? anybody anybody chatting it? I love yeah. making the tortillas. It was really fun. Yeah, yeah. I left one on my um, stove too long, and it like puffed up like a like Whoa. a puri. Mm. It's kind of cool. <laughs> Can I say one of the reasons why it's good as a, if someone has yogurt, just like plain yogurt in your fridge and it's like the last third of it that no, that never is nice to look at when you open up the lid, it just pools that, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like a dehumidifier. I don't know where the moisture comes from. <laughs> comes from. <laughs> is that way? Is that what? Is, is yeah. Yeah. Is that yeah. way? It's oh my way. God. That's way. Oh my God. That's what way is. I'm is that what bodybuilders yes. drink? The, yeah. It's what way it's just <laughs> oh my go around goodness. from house to house picking up people's almost finished yogurt. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> so anyway, like that's why it's a good recipe. It's like it, it, you you can do something with that last third. Uh, Brian Ford, I knew that you were when you heard that we were making tortillas without you. I, I, I sense some skepticism, but did you approve of this? Uh, yeah, it's method? good. It's good. I have it here. Oh, that Ooh, looks tasty. So <laughs> good. I, I don't. Good. I don't. It it looks okay. Oh, that looks oh, yeah, really well the bacon. put together. Mine's a mess. It, it is. Yeah. It is. It's. It um, looks I mean, very I, well. Put together. I think the tortilla is better with coconut milk, but this is a delicious oh. tortilla. So it's oh, it's yum. really good. That's it's really really that's good. A be- beautiful hot host tomatoes. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. I, these are from my garden that I stored because it's cold now and everything's dead because it's winter Whoa. and I'm leaving wow. winter. But um, yeah, my tomatoes. You know, it's good. It's good. Uh, so. As we look back on this season, I wanted to do like a quick review of the draft order so we all remember how this how this went down. And I wanted to play a little thing. I wanted Chang, I wanted to do a little like um, you know, draft booms and busts, like things that outperformed their draft position and things that underperformed their draft position. So like let's review really quick a few rounds of this draft. And for those who are just listening to this finale and didn't pay attention to this season at all. I don't know what you're doing, but uh, the way this, this all worked was we started this season off by giving John, Priya, Brian, and Rachel, and that was the draft order, uh, the opportunity to choose from the list of 24 ingredients. They each got to pick uh, six ingredients um, that they were interested in. And the first pick in the draft, I believe this is correct, w- went to JDB. And with the first pick in the first round, yeah. you selected Ritz crackers uh which we were we employed in grace song parsons pineapple cheese casserole who was that that was uh brian and and john Mm. in that episode yep what do we think did we did the that uh, was the worst thing i ever made (laughs) that was the worst thing thing i've ever made (laughs) jdb i know you felt differently do you feel like your number one pick lived up to its position well, I wanted something, like I said, I wanted to kind of challenge myself with the definition of Ritz crackers and how to apply them culinarily. And I think that Oof. using them in that in that way definitely, you know, expanded my the boundaries of my Ritz cracker applications, for sure. Okay. It yeah. changed the game a little bit, I guess, yeah, for you. You put it like that. When you put it like that. <laughs> it also, like, kind of helped me unseat my, like, Cheez-Its supremacy because I mm. thought that it would be so much better with Cheez-Its, and it really wasn't. So... Um, well, how about that? How, how this relative to the number two pick in the draft, Priya Krishna's yogurt pick, mm. uh, which were used in the aforementioned Alicia O yogurt tortillas. Is this a case of, um, I don't know, sports reference, Chang, a number two pick, uh, vastly outperforming a number one pick? I think this is a, this is like a Luka Doncic <laughs> in basketball, <laughs> which was really the fifth draft pick in the NBA four or five years ago, but, you know, got passed over. By Ritz Cracker, which is basically Marvin Bagley, if you guys care about the NBA. <laughs> Priya's giving the universal Can't hand even signal. start for the Detroit Pistons now. <laughs> and Luka Doncic is a like, MVP candidate. Mm-hmm. Priya, I'll, I'll, I mean, you're giving the universal hand sign for this is over my head, but I will, I so will explain once again. This I is Dave's no second idea. compliment to you of the day. <laughs> He's paying you a compliment, just so you no, know. D- Chris, I'm I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. I know it's coming. <laughs> he's, setting, he's setting you up. Uh, number the number three pick in the draft was Brian Ford's quesadillas, which he which we uh, did not use the we did not make a what would you say a tortilla and cheese uh, situation. There we was did. some deception involved, I think, on Dave's <laughs> part. He was deceived. <laughs> we got Alicia Weddle's Honduran quesadillas. Uh, Brian, yeah. 
you feel if you had done it all over, which you, your, your other picks were your other picks were quesadillas, King's Hawaiian rolls, cake mix, <laughs> and frozen pie crust. How would you reorder that top four if you had to reorder that top four? Uh, why just the top four? I wish I would have picked oxtail first. Okay, actually. then if oxtail. I, if I could go all meat. the way back, I would have I would have jumped on the ox because that because that will get there. But that was good. So. You would have taken oxtails number one. Oxtails was a sleeper in the fifth round. Well, well cl- clearly picking baking items didn't work. You know, like you know what I'm saying. Like I, you know, I went for the baking forward approach, and it did not work out for me. So yeah, I would have to make some adjustments. Right. I would have made some adjustments. Seven adjustments to draft strategy next season, yeah. and then Rachel Kong rounding out the first round chose seaweed with her first pick, which we made uh, Rita Lee's seaweed soup with pork meatballs. The best. Uh, <laughs> Rachel, how do you how would you rank those those top four picks? Re reorder those top four picks. Um it I mean <sighs> that's hard. I obviously chose seaweed. I was happy to go forth. Seaweed would have been my number one, but yogurt also a great food. So what Rachel is saying is she was surprised and happy to see that seaweed fell fell to her at the number I just four track. Everyone would Rush to get seaweed for their number one pick. I, I would have picked it for my second <laughs> second round, I think. Um, okay. And then I want to do one more thing on this draft order. In the sixth round, the final round of the draft, JDB led us off by choosing breakfast sausage. Priya chose, which we made Michael Freestone's sausage plate. Priya chose peanut butter, from which we made Joe Fagan's peanut butter tofu pie. Brian in the 23rd slot chose plant-based meat, which uh, I don't think he even <laughs> cooked with. <laughs> he, he, he I tried to find Dave, those for today and I couldn't. He and Dave and John made Kevin Zhang's General So's plant-based I, I, impossible meatballs. I have to say, by definition, I did indeed choose plant-based meat. Okay. So the strictest of definitions, he chose <laughs> plant-based meat. And in the last slot of the draft was Rachel Kong choosing spinach and Benjamin Kerber's pekela. Are any of those, were any of those like Tom Brady's? Were they a six-round magic where they just like dramatically outperformed what they were intended, do you think? Um, I will say Hugo's, Hugo's favorite recipe was the vegan meatballs. Oh, damn. <laughs> favorite yeah. recipe of the season. Wow. He's actually requested it. Wow. <laughs> to your great dismay. <laughs> Wait, Dave, did you make them with plant-based meat or did you just make yeah. them with pork? Okay. <laughs> it's a valid <laughs> <I did>. question. <laughs> did you just make them with pork? Hugo loves uh, like vegan stuff <laughs> that tastes like meat. He'd rather eat vegan stuff that tastes like meat than meat itself right now. I don't know how long that'll last. Right. <laughs> Well, vegan stuff that tastes like meat is better than meat that tastes like vegan stuff. So, like, that's that's a good sign. Uh, I would say that breakfast sausage and spinach dramatically outperformed their their sixth round picks. There, I think that that pekela was good, and that crazy sausage plate. That, if we all recall, JDB added two pounds of two pounds <laughs> tomato too. It was good. I stand by it. Bloody oh Valentine. God. All right, so let's. Uh, that's that's like a recap. I want to do this too. I'm going to go one by one through the wedges, and I want you, before we get into the actual results of our, our polls and our awards and our voting, what were your favorite recipes you cooked this season on Recipe Club? JDB? I think I'm going to go with the lomo saltado. I thought it was pretty good because it actually, like, I didn't know anything about Peruvian cuisine all that much. And it was just like, it was just good. It was like a good recipe. It was like really complicated, but very doable. 
yeah, I think it's kind of the essence of what Recipe Club is. So I think that was my favorite. Yeah. Even though I haven't made any since. Also, it was a good reason for me to buy an air fryer. Very delicious. That was super delicious. I just remember that ahi amarillo sauce was outrageous. Uh, Rachie. I love the seaweed soup, the margarita sangria. And I think, you know, I was pretty into John's pick for the uh, apple dumplings minus Mountain Dew. I wouldn't use Mountain Dew because I hate <laughs> it, but I would I would use some ginger it's, beer or something. And make hate it. is such a strong word. Hate. I hate Mountain Dew. <laughs> why, why, why would you hate it? It brings so much joy to so many people. Mm-hmm. Lots of things bring joy to people that shouldn't be, that should really be enjoyed. <laughs> uh, Rachel, you just chose three things out of six. So can you narrow that down to one favorite thing for Seaweed this season? Seaweed soup. Seaweed soup. Uh, Priya, favorite recipe you cooked? Could be somebody else's. Honestly, it was probably the yogurt tortillas. Like, I really would make that again and again. Like, to get <clears throat> someone like me who hates anything involving like flour, rolling pins, <laughs> like anything vaguely resembling baking to want to make a recipe that includes those things again is a feat. And the yogurt tortillas did it. Brian Ford, as I look back upon your season of Recipe Club, I see you had some rough patches. <laughs> of, of Rough patches. Rough patches when it came to the <laughs> foods that you, the, the recipes that we cooked together. But I also see some real highlights. I think I know your best one, but why, why don't you tell us? Listen, there was a lot of controversy. There was a lot of there was a lot of noise being made about various recipes, but I will be concise here and I'll say the favorite thing that I cooked was the seaweed soup. <gasps> I think I texted you guys after that episode or like a week later or something and I was like, "Guys, I, I don't know why, but I'm I'm I have Napa cabbage again and cilantro roots <laughs> and I just made pork meat, pork balls and I I made it like once a week for like 2 months. And it's really good. It is really good. Not even riding it, man. It was like it's absolutely phenomenal. So wow. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> that is two That is two votes from the wedgies for this seaweed soup. Uh, but none of that matters. Your votes don't count for shit. <laughs> Our votes and opinions <laughs> All mean that nothing. matters is the, is the voice of the people. And uh, we're going to start out with our special commendations ballot that we put out this season uh, over on the Major Domo Media Discord server where, you know, Bears mentioning you should join. We don't talk about that quite enough on Recipe Club, but you join the old Major Domo Media Discord server. You can talk all about Recipe Club. You can get discounts on fine cookware and all sorts of good stuff for this holiday season. Uh, but we put out a we put out a poll that had some specific categories, and I don't think any of you guys have seen this uh, poll, or you've definitely not seen the results. But I have them here in front of me, and I'm going to start off with. I think this is how it works in the Oscars too, right? Isn't like one of the first categories they do, like best supporting... Best supporting actors. Yeah. Best supporting actors. Best supporting wedgie. Now this went, this, 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 what does that mean? This is stressful. Can you tell me what that means? I'm going yeah. to tell you what it means. <laughs> I mean, Chris, there's no way someone's not going to have hurt feelings. Yeah, I know. I, I realize that well after the fact, but it's too late because I'm already announced that we're going to do this It's just like miscongeniality. Yeah, basically, basically. Best supporting wedgie is, is, uh, for the episodes where Dave and I did not, co-host the show it was when one of you sat in on somebody else's ingredient choice you know so for instance when brian ford sat in for jdb's ritz cracker episode uh that was one of the nominees brian ford I was definitely not supportive here are the nominees <laughs> for best supporting wedgie brian ford 
for his role as guest number two on John DeBerry's Ritz Crackers. Wow. Rachel Kong, (laughs) her role as guest number two on Wiley Dufresne's Fourth of July episode. Priya Krishna for her stunning star turn as guest number two on Brian Ford's Frozen Pie Crust episode. And finally, John DeBerry for his turn as guest number two on Brian Ford's plant-based meat episode. And the winner of this season's best supporting wedgie by fan vote with 41.9% of the votes, I think the Oscars should give like the fucking Damn, statistics, right? Forty-one percent, almost 42% of the vote. Brian Ford for his role wow. as guest number what? two on John DeBerry's Ritz crackers episode. <laughs> Congratulations, Brian. What do you have to say for your uh, man? First, I want to thank, uh, uh, I was going to say my parents This, you know, my dad just <laughs> passed away, but, uh, I don't know. I was going to make a joke. Now I can't, but thank you. <laughs> Are you going to thank John DeBerry for your co-star? John DeBerry, man. <laughs> thank you, brother. Did you vote for me? That's why we were, that's why we were cheek to cheek when we met. It was the universe, it was the universe telling us that I was going to win this award. Sorry <laughs> over the trauma of its crackers. Well, he's, he's mad at me because I didn't like it, though. He, he is I'm not I mean, mad you didn't like it. He did say it was the worst thing that you've ever cooked. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, How, so, so like, I love why, it when people why? don't like things. I'm just, so you I'm, know they're I, telling the truth. I, I'm really like, how did I win when I was just like so mean to that recipe? I mean, you were, your performance, I think, was the was how you won. <laughs> My performance, well, performance was really entertaining to watch you. You were very die inside. You were very, <laughs> you're very performative. Thank you. The next category in our, which, which, is there a name for these awards, guys? What should we call these annual awards? The wedgies. The wedgies. The wedgies. The wedgies. The wedgies. <laughs> You don't usually hand Oscars <laughs> out to people named Oscar, but you know, can call oh, people named Oscar disqualified. <laughs> All right, our next category in the wedgies is <laughs> artistic excellence in creative recipe interpretation. Whoa. This award is given to Dave the wedgie, Chang. or the, these are only these only wedgies are are, are eligible for this. Wow, Rachel's so mean. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's I, a I, I think she was being genuine. Nominated I, you for an yeah. award. <laughs> The uh, let's see, what was this award? We said that this award was given out to the wedgie who made the most creative or interesting substitution or you know went off book in the preparation of their recipe. The nominees for artistic excellence, (laughs) creative (laughs) recipe interpretation are Brian Ford for his use of veggie bites in the plant based meat episode. John DeBerry for his uh, excessive use of tomato puree in breakfast (laughs) sausage. Priya Krishna for her use of pancetta. I knew it was going to be my darkest moment. In place of pork belly. It's all our dark moment. Capong in tomatoes. And Rachel Kong for her creative uh, decision to use ginger beer in place of her hated Mountain Dew. In the Pioneer Woman's Mountain Dew Apple Dumpling Recipe. And the the winner for Artistic Excellence in Creative Recipe Interpretation with 38.9% of the vote, another runaway winner, was Rachel Kong for her use of ginger Deserved. beer in the <laughs> Apple episode. Rachel, what do you have to say for yourself? 
I this is a, a huge a huge surprise. I feel the the award should really have gone to Dave Chang for making his own tahini. In I mean mm. I guess that's not yeah quite the same as a substitution, but for many creative sub- substitutions, Dave Chang is the winner in my heart. Okay, wow. I, I, but thank I you to all is, the readers. Thank you, Rachel. I don't know if that's a genuine compliment. <laughs> Doesn't know how to take compliments. No gotta, shit. Gotta well, I can't. T- I can't tell anymore either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about this. I'm, actually, what I'm really loving is like the different award acceptance s- styles we're seeing. Like Brian Ford was just like he was Sylvester Stallone accepting for Creed and forgetting to thank Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> and Rachel Kong is just like I just want to thank the other nominees. Everyone's so deserving. Exactly. I'm excited to see who else. Is, who else got like a political stance they want to throw out here with their Chris. Do we have someone that's the most surprising recipe that worked? Most surprising slash satisfying outcome relative to original ingredient is our next category. In fact, David <laughs> Chang, all, all recipes were qualified except for the special episodes, the holiday ones. This was the <laughs> most surprising outcome relative to like what you thought of the original <laughs> ingredient. Like good or bad? Good or bad. I think pro- I think more good than bad is is what this one was about, and uh, the winner of this category with seventeen point three percent of the vote was none other than yogurt tortillas, the most mm-hmm. surprising mm-hmm. outcome mm-hmm. of the season. In second place was seaweed with fifteen point nine percent of the vote. In third place, green beans with eleven point nine, and in fourth place. Peanut butter, 10.6. Chang, did you have something in mind that was extremely mm. surprising to you? Yeah, the, the, it's still, for me, the shock value of it actually working and being delicious, and I don't, I, I'm wondering if it's like recency bias too, but or non-recency bias was the first one, the sausage pleat. Mm. Because when you looked at that recipe, there's no way that should have worked. And I remember looking at both of our faces when we tasted, be like, wow, that's... <laughs> shockingly delicious and i don't understand the white stuff that's oozing out of it i don't know where that came from i am surprised by the moisture content of all the tomatoiness even john's two pounds of tomatoes didn't even like make it taste bad of all the ones that's the one i was like wow that should not taste good but it tastes really good. It might have been recency bias, or it might have just been that we called it most surprising and not like most shocking. <laughs> there's legitimate shock in your face, Chang, when you're like, did I put cheese in this? What is coming out of this thing? Because it was really good. I mean, I thought about making it for Thanksgiving. Whoa. Like like a, wow. The day before appetizing. Mm. Dude, it yeah. was very good. I, I, ha- I have made that again. Uh, in fourth or in fifth place was the one that I thought was most surprising. I do think that the margarita sangria was uh, very surprisingly mm. delicious <laughs> relative to what I thought was. Uh, you're right. You're right. That is maybe the runaway winner. <laughs> that was that was insane. That was just uh, like seeing real magic. Nothing, nothing about that recipe should have worked, but it did. Yeah, it yeah. seemed mm-hmm. disgusting. <laughs> right on paper, it's, it seems like a vile concoction of like gin and gin and rum. Ugh. Gin, the old gin rummy, but no, oh, right. it was super delicious. Uh, all right, we've got three more of these categories to get to. These are this is the this is when we do the commercial break and come back for like the big ones. Okay, we'll start with fan favorite. 
Wow, it's it's getting really real, guys. Yeah, this is. Ugh, I don't know about this. I was not expecting any of this. I'm glad I didn't yeah, know about this going into you guys, it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. I know. Can't be playing with my emotions like this. I didn't. Brian, sure. Ford, I, Brian Ford is far and away the fan favorite. No, yeah. this is just that smooth. Yeah. Yeah. There was a that lot we, of Brian Ford that. slander after the. This after is no, the no, no, no. I didn't. Thing. I didn't put value on people in that way. I, this is fan favorite recipe. This is the fan favorite recipe. Okay. Okay, that makes me feel a lot better. Yeah. And then after that, I pulled all of your family members to find out who <laughs> yeah. the favorite was. My mom is like, Brian Ford is still my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel, why can't you be more like Brian Ford? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, come on, guys. Fan favorite recipe. And I'm just going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put this one out right here uh, in anticipation of a discussion that I know is forthcoming. But um, fan favorite recipe with 22.1% of the vote is... Uh, just Christopher Yang's pickled long beans. <laughs> Stop the steal with pork. Stop the steal. Uh, in in second place, here's here's the thing. Here's here's the crazy thing, and I think this is going to give Chang plenty of ammunition. In second place, with less time on the board, with sixteen percent of of the vote, was Dave Arnold's mom's stuffing recipe, which has only Whoa. been out in the world wow. for a couple of weeks now. So. Food when did thought. we wait? What ingredient was that? That was a special one-off uh, Thanksgiving episode we did a couple of weeks ago, which I guess didn't hit your RSS feed. Priya didn't make it to your <laughs> subscription. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> I thought that was just like a Dave Chang show thing. I didn't know that was like a recipe club thing. No, if you if you look at your recipe club feed <laughs> on your, uh, <laughs> your okay, I'm just gonna no. okay. <laughs> You'll notice Most in the Spotify attentive listener award yeah. goes to Priya Krishna. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, yeah. What about the next category? <laughs> <laughs> in the next category, best overall recipe picker, and the winner with forty-one point six percent of the vote. Everything else was pretty evenly divided. Was Priya Krishna for pilaf, oh. canned beans, yogurt, green beans, tomatoes, and Peanut butter, Priya Krishna. Wait, that was all a dish? No, that was a herb. I'm, I'm, <laughs> those are <were> all. <laughs> Peanut butter, pilaf with green beans. Priya, you want to do your acceptance speech? What's your style of acceptance speech? Soy um, bomb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would like to thank Seth because he filmed me. Doing a lot of these recipes, and my dad, who filmed the other half. Nice, thanking the crew. Uh, nice, thank you, thank you to my crew, your collaborators. Nice, <laughs> um, nice. And uh, thanks to Dave, who did say that he thought that I would that my picks were the best ones right at the draft. Did he say that? He did say he that, did. Dave. Did. You did say that. I did. I did. I, I, I listen. I don't know what's happening, but it's been full of compliments for Priya, and uh, it's not intentional. It's going oh, just, just let's let's just let's just wait another five ten minutes, Dave. <laughs> Dave, is, Dave is legitimately confused about how this happened. I don't mean to. You know the reason why I, I'm I'm on all of this cold medicine, and my head is not letting me. It's like a truth serum. Wow, Dave's robo tripping for yeah. yeah. the finale. Quite frankly, I picked ingredients where I felt like the recipes would be straightforward and I could buy more of the ingredient and keep my fridge stocked. That was my strategy. Wow. Wow. 
quite technical. Nice. I mean, everybody worked really hard and, uh, you know, poured their hearts and creative souls into this. But Priya just like chose based on what she found on Instacart. It's fine. It's fine. That's really, it's really a sweet story, Priya. Um, for the final category, the best overall episode of the season, all best all around episode with 14.2% of the vote. Do you guys, anybody want to guess? There's a tie for third place. There's a clear first place and a clear second place. Do you guys have any guesses as to what people thought was the best all-around episode? You laughed, you cried, you felt inspired to get out there and cook? I feel like the Margarita Sangria kind of crushed. Yeah, probably. As an episode. <laughs> margarita Sangria yeah. or the the um, the man, man meat pie recipe. <laughs> <laughs> that joke was funny. That was wild. <laughs> uh, the winner of best overall episode of the season best all-around episode was as john deberry predicted the margarita sangria wine episode rachel kong get up here accept another award it's all of us all of us win with margarita sangria we all <laughs> get her. sticks to her style sticks to her style. i just want one time somebody to be up there and be like i did deserve this i, did this, deserve I was the this. best i mean i will say you know what i will say is that uh, first, I was sent by our recipe club team a lot of recipes for spiced things like ciders, wines, etc. Like spiked, spiced things. This was in the summer, and I was like, well, "I don't want to make this. I don't think anybody else wants to make this." And I asked our team, "Do you have anything that's just like a nice summery spritzer kind of thing?" And this recipe, Margaret's margarita sangria that wasn't in the original batch of recipes that I got was then presented to me. And I thought, this is exactly, this is it. Because I was just very taken by Nikita's head note that everybody blacked out. Blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, like, I would argue that like maybe I had good ingredient pick picking abilities, but Rachel's dish picking abilities are, I think, <laughs> the best. <sighs> thank you. Thank you, Freya. Also, great wassail, John. I've been drinking it throughout this episode. Oh, thank Same. You. Same. I don't think we talked about how good it is. It's we great. didn't talk about the wassail. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be totally honest with you, John. I went to, I went to make this wassail this morning that I'm drinking out of my Santa Claus hat mug. It's here. beautiful. So Christmas, oh, so rosy cheeked. And um, so, John, your recipe, just to review, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna torture this unless you want to do it, but it's like 15 to 20 cloves. Cardam. Cardamom yeah. pods. Yeah. Like yeah. cardamom, clove. Tons of clove. Yeah. A peel of three oranges, a vanilla mm -hmm. pod. Mm -hmm. uh, star anise. A star anise. Like a, t a lot of star anise. So much. Like yeah. how many are we talking? Like 10 or 12, you said, I think. Yeah, it was Something a lot. Something like that. So I was reading this recipe for for this wassail. And I was like, I went through all the spice things and I was like, okay, I'm going to scale this down because this is obviously a. a it makes a lot of cider. Yeah. 16 gallon batch. But right. it's four cups of cider for all of that spice yeah. and i was like oh this is gonna be insane like this is this is a problem john john messed this up no and then i drank and i said i actually texted our co i texted noel and i was like is this, did we is this is this right and she was like have you had a jdb drink and i'm drinking it <laughs> and it is extraordinarily <laughs> nice it's so like I, I thought i was gonna just like blow my tongue out the back of my head but it's like really 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 well, lovely. that's the thing about if you're extracting into a alcohol into water versus alcohol, you just need to cram as much as you can into it. So, like, 
Mm-hmm. If you if you're adding like bourbon or whatever to it afterwards, you're doing it after the extraction has happened. Right. So if you were to do it in the like with a wine or something, the wine's gonna pull out more of the botanical. So you need to use less. But if you're just basing on just the cider, like you need to just go for it. Don't be afraid. That's what makes it fancy, Chris. That's what, makes, that's what yeah. makes it fancy. And then They're like 20 precious. dashes of Angostura bitters. I was also like, I think that that really put it, like, that was like a really nice so touch. Good. That made it like, yeah. that made it in the parlance of, of Recipe Club, that made it like the drink you drink after your year abroad as opposed to your freshman year drink. Yes. The, the bitter. So, the it was so good. Really delicious. I just want to put a plug for JDB's book, Drink What You Want, is like the only cocktail book I have and need. Hmm. And during the pandemic, every Friday, me and my friend Jay would make a different cocktail from his book. And what's it's your favorite? Um, we did this themed around Marvel movies that we were <laughs> watching. And so it was either The Last Word or The Margaritas You Make with um, Firecracker Pops and Tequila. So good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. Pri, I also feel like that compliment was somewhat filibustering to avoid getting into the discussion that comes next, which is the um, winner of Recipe Club Season 2, the recipe that inspired the most people to get up and into their kitchen. Where do you know the answer? And cook along with us. Uh, And we already know the answer with uh, a runaway win here. Mm. <laughs> Hashtag stop is steal. Priya Krishna's Priya Krishna's green bean episode with an anonymous submission of pickled <laughs> green beans with pork uh, ran away with the victory of this season. That is that makes Priya Krishna the champion of season two of Recipe Club. Dave is applauding. He's doing. I just want to say this isn't this isn't a win for me. This isn't a win for Chris. This is a win wow. for. Priya's Kitchen Adventures coming to bookstores everywhere in August 2023. <laughs> Whoa, soon. I want to um I want to run down some of the other other uh second, third, and fourth place here because there are some interesting things here. Uh in second place, of course, was Nikita Claver's Margarita Sangria, Rachel Kong's wine episode. After that, in what I believe, if I'm looking at this correctly, in third place is none other than Dave Arnold's stuffing, which again has only been out in the world for a few weeks. I went to make this on Thanksgiving morning. I went to go, uh, I was making this and I looked at the recipe document and there was like 80 people in the (gasps) documents (laughs) that morning. With the, on the Discord, someone was a statistician or something like data scientist. Were they able to create the proper formula? Yes, that's that's in the the comments. Do you want me to get down to the comments as well? Yeah. (laughs) Because... Who 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 won? Who it's actually won a on recount. a statistical level? Um, so this from the comments on the recipe ballot. Even my analytics show green beans as the winner when adjusting for time and recency. Do the decent thing. <laughs> 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 who who said that? That was our statistician, I think, on the on the old. We need a second. Statistician's opinion. That's like that's like Sienna College in the polls. <laughs> <Yeah. like, laughs> The other college that nobody's ever heard about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, uh, well, here's another thing. Our last poll question was, if Chris Ying's pickled long beans with pork takes home the crown, that is A, collusion, or B, direct democracy, with 60%, with 59.9 to 40.1%, the people have spoken. 
and the majority believe that this win is representative of direct democracy and not collusion. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you believe I mean, the that's a, exactly yeah. that's, that's flawed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure, you know, like nine out of ten is recommend. <laughs> yeah, 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 Xi just said the exact same words on his re-election. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's like zero. That was like word is- for word lifted from Xi in China. Yeah, zero. Congratulations, is working. Guys. Everybody's yeah. happy. It's cool. Uh, you want to read? There, there were some responses here. I can. You want me to do a selection of free form nominations and final thoughts here? The first comment was just fellowship of the Ying. So they're out there. That's like the project, there, yeah. project mayhem is still uh, out there causing trouble. Yes. Uh, pickled green beans closely followed by seaweed. <laughs> Maybe seaweed actually I've made that multiple times. Here was a comment that I, I don't know who said this, but it's fucking killing me. I never felt compelled to use the shortcuts Chef Chang took. I am sure he is an amazing cook and I want to eat his food, but his shortcuts often seemed outlandish and borderline insulting to the original recipe. I was both (laughs) intimidated and scared to ruin the meal, so I followed the rules like a good little boy with a tiny backbone. Oh, Um, wow. Oh, everyone (laughs) needs a therapist. So this person is acknowledging that they are too scared to follow you into the path of uh, arm's reach ad-lib cooking, Dave. Well... (laughs) You know, what's that Teddy Roosevelt speech? It's not the it's not the critic. The doer of the whatever. deeds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's the man in the the rain. <laughs> man in the arena. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Daring here's someone, greatly. Here's someone who says, I nominate Robert Mueller to head the investigation into the Ying collusion. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> where's the fellowship of the, the Ying? Are they... Defending you, stepping up. They're to... not. They're listening to this. Listen, uh, <laughs> Chris Ying deserves to be voted off the island due to collusion, and the recipe winner should be decided by the average amount of people who made the recipe over the number of days it was available. Yeah, we already did that, and I still won. Fuck you. I still <laughs> love the green bean recipe, Jeez. but I will not allow the collusion. Shame on you, Ying. Public apology demanded from Ying as the face of. The, I'm not the face of the fellowship of the Ying. <laughs> <laughs> you are the thing. You kind of are. Yeah. I mean, it's in the name. Uh, yeah. Here's here's one that I think is for Brian, but it says Brain is the king of the club. <laughs> Always LMAO when he's on the show. Brain. Uh, <laughs> brain Ford. Brain Ford. Brian we Ford brain for Ford. unrivaled optimism <laughs> and the best snack food ingredient customization. Also for teaching us about Poolish. Dave for best kids and food content. Uh, <laughs> please bring back season three. Don't fire Chris Yang. <laughs> Weirdest snack award. Priya Krishna's raw pie crust dipped in jam. Did you do that? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. My God. That was weird. That was weird. What did you that do? That was weird. I don't remember were, you, were you not here for that episode? Yeah, he was. Yeah, What'd you, you were. Do? Chris, I, like you. as like a snack when Seth is making pie, I'll like rip off pieces of pie dough oh and dip God, them in jam. Too many margarita sangrias for Chris. <laughs> yeah. I must does have not remember that out. That's insane. That sounds good. Uh, Thank John you, DeBerry JDB. for most chaotic recipe choices. <laughs> that's probably true. Yeah, that's what I was yes. going for. Oh, bonus award for John as I feel his episodes have the highest likelihood of going off the rails. Uh, <laughs> lots of love for JDB here in the chaos world. Um, Rachel Kong is a legend. Dave Arnold is a wizard. All sorts of stuff. I'll circulate these so you guys can feel good during this holiday season. Um, we've got we've got one last order of business here, guys. Um, 
because I think that we need to hand out, we've, we've promised the recipe, the submitter of the recipe of the year, some sort of grand prize. And I do want people to feel compelled to, to mm. act on our discord, to cook along with us and submit things. And I want more and more people to send recipes. So I am contractually prevented from accepting any such award. So I think the, the award should go to... Did you, did you make that rule up yourself again? Yeah, I make them all up, Jay. Just like you did on... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, I, I make them all up. So uh, I think if, if if it suits the the wedgie committee here, I think we should give the award for season two to the submitter of the second place recipe, that being Nikita Claver, the inventor and submitter of the margarita sangria. Are we all agreed to this? Yeah, yeah. Yes. I think so. I agree. Yes, I agree. Can I ask the only beverage expert here? I never got your thoughts on the margarita sangria. When you first looked at the recipe, what were your thoughts? I don't know. I thought it looked really good. Oh, he he knows. You just yeah. knew off the bat that like wine and tequila and juice was going to be as like yeah, a cup of wonderful. tequila, <laughs> a cup yeah. of tequila, one one point five cups of tequila. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's been a while. <laughs> That didn't throw you off. You thought that that was going to work. Like if I look at a recipe, I'm like, yeah, that's going to be good. Yeah, I mean, I think I think tequila gets like kind of a bad rap. I think people have tasted unfortunate tequila and they write it off. But actually, like a really good blanco or like even like a reposado with a little bit of age on it would go really nice. With so wine. you think this yeah. is something that could hit bar menus? This kind of <laughs> oh, easily. Yeah. Well, like, I think so I think I think recipes. If you had are, to come up with a title, you come up with good titles for drinks. Oh, Margarita yeah. Sangria is a great name. Margarita yeah. Sangria is perfect. That's, a, yeah. that's probably what it's there. I couldn't do any better than that. <laughs> I like really literal names that just give a little bit of a description, but are kind of like stupid. <laughs> I mean, what are, I call it Vic, Vicodin. I call this Vicodin on, on alcohol. That's what I would call this drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a Vicodin rim. That's actually, that's how you make it. I actually, in my, in my book, I have a, uh, a TLC, TLC, don't go chasing waterfalls. Yes. Um, sangria mm. recipe. Um, and it uses like peach, it uses like, um, like peaches and brandy and white wine. It's like really kind of like, it's sort of similar to this, but like, I think the only thing this is missing for me, as far as like a sangria recipe is that like the solid fruit kind of getting steeped overnight mm. is sort of key to sangria. But I feel like this is actually really clever because it gets you kind of to that point without having to like wait. So this is like a good, like rapid sangria. <laughs> I feel like this is what Zach Morris's dad drinks when he visits the beach club where the gang all worked that one yes. summer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Malibu Sands Beach Club. What about a frozen version of the margarita sangria? Ooh, Whoa. that'd be really good. You definitely need to add sugar. Because it gets really icy yeah. without it. Sugar is kind yeah. of like a nice like lubricant, if you will, between like the ice shards. But that would be amazing. Yum. Honestly. Uh, so what should we... Here's here's the last thing I need to come up with. We we need to give Nikita a gift. And I didn't just... I didn't come up with a, a prize package by myself. So I wanted it to be this. I wanted this I to got, be... A, I got it. Oh, Jinx got it. Okay. I got it. <laughs> I think we should send her... Every single person here is an author of a great cookbook. Oh. We should all send yeah. Nikita... Oh. A signed inscription of the recipe and what our thoughts and send it to her. That's a perfect All of our idea. Yeah. I love that. Wait, and I love books. that idea. You, I mean, Rachel, Rachel is actually a distinguished author, not just a, a mm -hmm. book, a writer of cookbooks. <laughs> hey, hey, don't, don't put us down over here. 
<laughs> she writes real books. No. She writes real books. Spend time on a beautiful location to write. Nobody else yeah. here gets offered it's that. It's real author shit. Nobody, yeah. real, nobody else here has been. You, all, you know, listen, you guys can all, we'll, we'll, we'll give you all a residency at the Recipe Club. Uh, oh my Clubhouse God. Yes, please. Oh my God. Give us all a writing retreat that we, and then we can be in person together. Mm-hmm. Is that a gift worthy? You think that's a good gift? I think that's I a think great gift. And then I think you should add a panettone from Roy. Yeah, yeah. that's on my list. Let's see a panettone <laughs> from Or um, soon to take over Roy's business, panettone from Seth. That's, <laughs> oh my God. Do, do you know about this? How Seth, Seth is on this like obsessive quest to perfect panettone? Oh my God. Yeah, I, and, and I think Roy's got to watch out. It's like <laughs> something that he's not expecting. But, you know. Priya, did Seth have to buy, like, a special, like, panettone, like... He clearly will make barrel? one. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, he, you, he like, made it. He made it out of, like, um, like dowels and chopsticks oh and to, like, oh hang it God. upside down. Yeah. I'm just imagining a big, like, popover pan, but one that's, like, from the Mario Big World version <laughs> of it. <laughs> so we'll do a panettone either from Roy or from Seth. We'll do the, we'll do the Seth recipe. Seth is a part of Recipe Club, even though he hates it. We'll do the, I know. I know. It's an involuntary <laughs> yeah. wedging. We will do the Nikita. You're going to receive some sort of panettone. You're going to receive the uh, Recipe Club Library, the Wedgie Library, the full yeah. collection of books from all the participants here in the podcast. Um, I'll make you a little trophy. Fuck it. Let's make a little trophy of some sort. Uh, anything else, guys? Does this feel sufficient? Should we throw in some sort of cooking appliance or, or pot or pan or something like that? Anybody feel that way? Or a nice bottle of wine and tequila for her next... Uh, mm, yeah. Sangria. yeah. Okay. All right. You're going to get a care package. And I think on top of that, Chang, I think we should extend the invitation. We haven't talked about this on Recipe Club, but uh, we'll soon be opening the Major Domo Media studio in downtown Los Angeles. I think that we should say if Nikita should find herself in Los Angeles, there's a seat waiting for you at the counter with Dave Chang cooking for this show that he's been <laughs> talking about making people's dreams come true or not. Uh, so Nikita, that's your package. I don't know if you're listening to this, this episode. I assume you're out there. We should give a gift to Rita Lee, and she'll <laughs> she'll never have to claim it. I mean, she'll never she'll never hear Rita it. Rita Lee, if you, uh, <laughs> if you ever email us back, you know, there's two point five million dollars in Bitcoin waiting for you. <laughs> but you have to email us back, so that's never going to be claimed. Anyway, this was this this was a, a fun season. I wanted to thank all of the wedgies and our guests. I, I failed to mention them earlier, but they were great episodes from Gustavo Ariano, Wiley Dufresne, and Dave Arnold. Uh, some serious, serious cooking we did with them. Before we sign off, how did we all feel? Let's do a little post-mortem real quick. How did everybody feel about this season versus season one? You guys want to see any format change? I think last time I tried to have this discussion, it turned into a huge argument that we had to take off the air. But uh, anybody have anything <laughs> nice to say no. with the Christmas season in mind? <laughs> I kind of miss the instant gratification element of like when we all vote and we find out who wins like that. The that competitive day. element. I think we got to figure out how to bring out that yeah, competitive but element. I, I also just like being like nice to people's recipes. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I like not Rather cooking three recipes. From, that yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Definitely love not cooking three recipes. Yeah. <laughs> I like people submitting. I think that was really nice because you could definitely, it felt like more personal because they would like come at you with like all of their backstory and it would like be more geared towards us making it rather than just like pulled out of nowhere. So somewhere, somehow more competitive, but also nice. 
but also one recipe. Better <laughs> and nicer. As you have time. just described the position we find ourselves in as we figure out season three, which it's going to happen. We're going to do a season three. Could we, like, next season do, like, wild card picks? Isn't that a thing in sports? Wild cards? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is that when you throw the ball? <laughs> It's like it's red card, card yellow card, accident. wild card, right? Yeah, that's what it is. When you're playing, when they're playing the World Cup, the referee pulls out a red card for a really bad offense, a yellow card for like a pretty bad offense, and a wild card for just like, hey, good job. You're crazy for that yeah. first time. I, I, I want to ask everyone here how how do we merge the two of this season and the first season? Right, getting you know a mixture of both because three is. There, there's it's a good many. group of people that listen that think, oh, you, you got to do three. That's the best. They don't understand how much work that is. Yeah. I think it, one recipe is great. Having user submissions is also wonderful. What what do you think is the, the split? I feel like there's, I think maybe if we did multiple recipes, we could break each you know ingredient or theme into multiple episodes, right? It could still be one recipe per week and then oh, yeah. we'd still have the That's debate true. at the end of, of the thing. Hmm. We're definitely taking all of the considerations from everybody that's given their opinion, that's listened, extremely grateful for these two seasons. What started out as sort of a joke has turned out to be something that gives a lot of people joy. And I'm grateful, even though I don't want to go to season three and lose every week, which I think most people were excited to see Chris and myself lose every week. That's not fun. But I think that's in the cards for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, we are gonna we're gonna figure something out here, guys. We're coming back for season three. You guys all is everybody here? Is anybody dropping out? Everybody here? Oh, no, everybody, is, everybody ready for season three? Dave's raising his hand. Dave's dropping out. And here's I'm gonna make this promise. I'm gonna make this promise for season three. We campaign will, promise. This is good. This is a campaign promise <laughs> that I will definitely break later. Uh, once once you've nominated me. We're gonna do something with all six people in person. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna yeah, make this happen. We're gonna hang out. We're gonna we're gonna do a recipe club all together. And maybe it'll be maybe it'll be something that other people can club come see. Club recipe club. Yeah, club recipe club. Oh, club, club, club recipe club. Recipe club. club. Oh, wow. Malibu Sands Beach Club. Cocktails oh. by JDB. <laughs> I think we do something club. where we do it all in person. I think we should let, have have an audience. I think let's do that. Oh, That'd shit. be really fun. Live recipe club. I think, li I think live recipe club live. would be great. That sounds wild. So stressful. <laughs> I know, that's so stressful. That sounds wild. No, that sounds well, wild. Like, we wouldn't love, be cooking. We, we don't even have to cook live. We could just do the... Oh, no, 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 we got to cook live. We got to cook live. We got to cook live. Live professional cooking. Well, as always... You know, subscribe, rate this podcast. Welcome to the wildest, most stressful episode of Wrestling Club ever. <laughs> Season three is coming at you soon enough, and we will talk Damn, to you all. Cooking live. Very soon. <laughs> <laughs>